on the way over here, I texted you and I said, hey, do you want anything from Wendy's? Mm-hmm. You told me. A snack. Yeah. To get you a snack. Yeah. Here's, you, you here's, said, I read you. I read you. Yeah. But I really... Here's... Here's my issue. What is a snack? Anything can be a snack. Any portion can be a snack. So I did something. This is kind of like a pattern in my life, I think. I don't know. I got you the Baconator. The meal. I got you the meal. Yeah, that's a snack. Yeah. What'd you think of it? Uh, I really enjoyed it. It's It's been a long time since I've had Wendy's. The fries are really substantial. Um, I think you described them as hearty. They're hearty. Yeah. They're a little savory. You can tell that. I mean, they're like steak fries. Yeah. Really you go to, when you go to a steakhouse and you order fries, <clears throat> they're going to give you steak fries. Wendy's are pretty good. The Baconator itself, I felt like uh, it was trying to compete with the Ultimate Cheeseburger yeah. at Jack in the Box. Sure. And uh, honestly, if you put them next to each other and ask me to choose, I don't know if I could. I know what we're doing next week. I know exactly what we're <laughs> doing next week. The Baconator had a lot of girth. It did. It really did. Yeah. But I feel like the Ultimate Cheeseburger, you know, it fills a special place in my heart. Absolutely. It's nostalgic to me. It scratches you where you're itching. Yeah. So, yeah. Was it Nietzsche that says we all have a, a God-shaped hole in our hearts? Mm. You have an Ultimate Cheeseburger-shaped hole in your, in oh your, gosh. In your spirit, in I your really mind. Do. And it fills it up. Yeah. The Baconator... Is a substitute. It's not a perfect substitute. No. But I didn't go to Jack in the Box today. Because I'd already been there twice this morning. Speaking of road trips. Yeah. You remember that time? You and me <clears throat> and uh, Vadim and my friend uh, Dave drove down to the Mojave Desert? Yeah. <clears throat> Why don't you talk to the listeners about that? Because it was a really cool experience. Very nerdy. <clears throat> yeah, well, we had heard the <clears throat> about the very first launch of a private space vehicle, basically. Yeah. Well, here's how we heard about it. Every second Thursday, you and I play bridge with a guy named Richard. Mm-hmm. Great bridge player. And I didn't realize his last name was Branson until he told us about this whole thing. But go on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we packed up and went down there. We were planning on staying there for a few days. Yeah. You were going to leave me down there because I was doing that uh, peyote research. Oh, yeah, peyote. And the farming. Peyote, was it the farm? Yeah, that the government uh, wanted. They, they gave me a contract yeah. for it. Yeah. Hang on, let me put this on pause. Yeah. Do you want to Do you want to talk about this? Or was this uh, for the Was this for the CIA? Yeah. Should we edit this out of the podcast? Oh, man. You know, I signed so many papers. I'm sure one of them said something about... Wasn't this what you grew? Wasn't this used uh, for uh, forced interrogations? Yeah, that was that's what they wanted me to do. They wanted the mind me to like, a, develop this new... A hallucinogen, because yeah. when you took it, you were paralyzed with fear. Yeah. Okay. It was pretty rough. We're going to edit this out. Okay. That was a great trip. 
But what do we? Uh, what do you want to tell the listeners about it? It was the first private, the first private launch. Yeah, launch. Actually, you know, I take the back. It was the second successful launch of a private aircraft into space. Mm. And by doing that, they won the some award from Richard Branson. It was like ten million dollars or something. Or maybe it wasn't. Maybe I'm wrong. But I keep going back and forth. The SpaceX, that's the thing that just blew up 10, yeah. 10 or 30 years ago with the Facebook satellite, right? It yeah. just blew up a yeah, while just, ago. Yeah. Uh, or was it a week ago? It, I don't know. It may have been a week ago. Okay. I was off or with more. that. Was that... Is that Elon Musk? I think or was it so. Richard Branson? I think it was Elon Musk. I, I keep wanting to say it's Gordon Gecko. Huh. I'm never I'm really not that good with names. Yeah. It's too bad. Yeah. But you know. I'm sure they learned something from it. I mean I hope they did. Yeah. It's not good for things to explode. No. Unless you're unless you want things to unless you're a bomber. Or uh, or a terrorist. I guess that's good for things to explode if you're just those two things. Speaking of things exploding, we mentioned this in season one. I've been dying to talk about it. Mm. Oh, yeah. Are you talking about the uh, the prank, the NASA prank? Yeah, the NASA prank. Oh, with uh, Vadim. Yeah, Vadim. <clears throat> Yeah, Vadim, one of our good friends. Uh, oh man, we this we got great. him good. We got him really good. Yeah. We stowed away <laughs> on a, a NASA shuttle. Just on, space, yeah. On the way to the International Space Station. Mm-hmm. Um, that was oh, great. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I I mean, really, as far as pranks go. Hey, this is in the top ten, top twenty. Yeah, top in the twenty. Top 20. So we stowed away, um, which was no small feat. You know what? NASA has pretty good security. They do. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> not as good as Build-A-Bear. We had to. We had to. We had to make our own spacesuits. We had. We. I mean, every single thing that uh, you think it, you might need of, you know, up in space, we had to. We had to supply that, provide that, and find a way to get it on board. Yeah. Without. Um, Pesky security trying to stop us. Yeah, yeah, that was that was rough. The main thing is Vadim not seeing us. Yeah, we don't want to spoil the surprise. Yeah, so we found a spot. I mean, you know, there's no wasted space. No. On a shuttle. But I had this great idea. I researched the inside of the shuttle, and our spacesuits were like camouflage to the walls, so it looked as if there was no one in there. But yeah. the walls were just a little bit tighter than usual. Yeah. Who's gonna Who's gonna realize that? Nobody. Not they NASA. They walked by us so many yeah. times. They're not rocket scientists. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So, uh, the what was the first prank? Was it when we actually got to the space we got, station? We We got inside. Mm-hmm. We're at terminal velocity. We've already broken mm. free of our atmosphere, and Vadim is throwing up because most people throw up. We didn't. No. Our stomachs are solid as a rough. He's thrown up. And uh, we went behind him. 
and I think we scared him to almost to death. We like jumped out. Yeah. And started shaking him. Yeah. And you said, Vadim, this is heaven. You're dead. <laughs> it exploded. <clears throat> yeah, and I said, you're going to hell, which is funny. Uh, after he, about 30 minutes later, after he was done cussing us out, uh, we, it was a good laugh. He's like, yeah. oh, you guys, always giving me the business. He couldn't believe that we had gotten on there. Yeah. Yeah. We were devoted to this prank. <clears throat> you know, this wasn't our first trip to space. No. We we did some uh, comment in meteorite farming. We did. Uh, remember when we poked a hole in a spacesuit? <laughs> so he goes out and, and he's doing a spacewalk. We poked about six or seven holes. because yeah, we didn't want him to be able to just, like, you know, right. slap his hand on it. and Under his arms, some beneath his legs. Yeah. Uh, you know, in hindsight, you know, being twenty twenty, probably wasn't a great idea. Yeah, he almost no died. Oxygen in space. No, and no, no pressure either. He had to come back immediately. Yeah. His eyes were almost bulging out. Yeah. It was, but now we like it's hilarious. It's really funny. Yeah. It's we a had, great story. We took a couple selfies. Yeah. While we were out there. Oh yeah. That was good. Yeah, he didn't expect us to go out there. No. We did. Yeah, we got him back. Well, I mean, well, we we had to go out there. He wouldn't have been able to come back on his own. Back in the seventies, Dutch. Here's why we had to go out there, listeners. Back in the seventies, we were semi-professional wiffle ball players, and we had to have a wiffle ball tournament in space. Yeah, and we only brought two wiffle balls, so we only play like two innings, and it's a draw. We still don't know who's the best wiffle ball player. Probably the most epic wiffle ball uh, game in existence. Yeah. Without a doubt. Another thing we did... What was the other... Oh, you reversed the flow on his space toilet. I did. (laughs) The whole capsule was covered in... uh, Well, you know. Yeah. And I think the toughest thing about this prank was the capsule he was in was rated for only one person for 30 days. And because there's three of us, <clears throat> he would have died uh, after 11 days. So we had to go back early. It was yeah. a once-a-lifetime trip for him. But for us, it was kind of like, you know, it was a, it's a Thursday. Yeah. yeah. And again, we laugh about it all the time. It's, it's a really good prank. Yeah. We should talk about other pranks, too. But... We will do that eventually. But, oh, you know what? Yeah. Hey, you want to do uh You want to do a listener email? Yeah, I do. Yeah, let's do that. Hang on. I got one right here. Enhance. Enhance. Wait, enhance. Can you enhance that? Enhance. Can you zoom in? Got it. Got it. Dear DDMD. Hey, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. Nice little acronym. Don't know what it means. Go on. Uh, DDMD. Uh, who is your favorite animal hero? Sincerely, Gloria Stefan. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. She's always emailing us. Yeah. But that's the most interesting question she asked. Yeah, so far. Animal um, heroes. Animal heroes. Gosh, that's a, that's a great question. Um... 
Hmm. You know, I have a few. As do I. I don't know that I'd be able to narrow it down. You know, I know who my top one is, but uh, I'll save that. I'll save that for later, for the end. Okay. Who's who's one of yours? Uh, I respect. I respect. Yukon Cornelius's uh, dog sled team. Yeah. Respect them. Are they my heroes? Uh, I mean, what's a hero? How do you define hero? Yeah. Someone that goes above and beyond the call of duty. Remember that one I did a rod? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's about it, though. That story's done. Yeah. Willie, from the Free Willie fame. Yeah. I respect him. Yeah. Because he wanted to be free, and he did everything he could. Or was it a she? I don't know whales that much. Hmm. I don't either, you know? <sighs> There's a flamingo at the zoo about 17 years ago that would attack children as they walked by. That's a hero. Absolutely. I named that Flamingo Percy. You know, one of one of my heroes, animal heroes, anyway, uh, Sam the Eagle, the Muppet. Oh, yeah, from the Muppets. Yeah. Patriotic. <clears throat> Extremely patriotic. Fires on all cylinders, gets yeah. you pumped. Remember that one time at the NRA conference when he was speaking? Yes. Yeah. He's a lightning rod for for the NRA. Really? Yeah, he's a, he's a lifetime member. Um, but you wouldn't pry his gun from his cold dead hands cuz eagles don't have hands. No. You pry them from his cold dead feathers. Yeah. I was going to say talons, but oh, he doesn't use those. That's he uses, right. He uses After his that feathers. accident. Yeah. Um, it's the degenerative disease. Yeah, that was a that was a great conference though. Yeah. Remember, like we had that drinking contest with him. Oh yeah, he taught actually. You know what? He taught me how to <clears throat> shotgun a beer. Really? Yeah. He used a talon and he shoved it in my face. He says, "You know, finish it." You know who taught me to shotgun a beer? No, who? My mom. Did she really? Yeah. You have a great mom. Yeah, I don't know how old I was. Uh, I think we were at Disneyland. Uh, speaking, you know, speaking of Disneyland, yeah, what's, what's the deal with you and Flipper? Like, there's, there's, cause I, I would have thought, you know, maybe Flipper, movie star, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. there's some animosity there. Yeah. What's, what is that? I never asked you about that. He knows why, and he knows how to get a hold of me, and he knows how to make things right. And that's all I'm gonna say. Hmm. I think that's all you need to say. Yeah. No, he knows how to get a hold of me. The ball... Hey, the ball's in your court. Flipper. <clears throat> My God. Let's not mention him again. Or let's. Now, your hero. Your mm-hmm. ultimate hero. Yeah. Animal hero. Animal hero. Uh, the first time we met this animal hero, we were uh, working with David Attenborough. Oh, that's right. History the, of Life. Uh, the documentary uh, life, life on Earth. Life, life on, on Earth, Earth. yeah. 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 Uh, in the Galapagos, uh, we were scriptwriters actually. Yeah. Um, for for this video series, Ground, groundbreaking documentary. Oh, it blew everyone yeah. away. Uh, but yeah, uh, that 
that, that was a great trip. And that was the first time we actually met Diego, the tortoise. That's right. Yeah. Uh, this was an endangered, endangered tortoise in the Galapagos. Mm -hmm. He was on, he had just started a, being in a reserve for endangered tortoises. He had a, they actually call it a harem of six other female tor torti? Torta tortoises? Tor I don't know. Sounds good. Tor yeah. And uh, he he was, basically his job was to impregnate as many tortoises as possible. Mm -hmm. That's a hero. That is. It's He's an animal hero. Single, phallically saved his race. Yep. He is responsible for 40% of the Galapagos tortoises today. That's impressive. Yeah. You know what's... Not impressive about that? No. No, what? Smaller gene pool. Yeah, that's true. In contrast, I am responsible for 100% of the children in my house. Hmm. Not a lot of guys can say that about their own houses. Was that documentary the one where we kept trying to convince David At Attenborough that the Earth was 10,000 years old? Yeah, he kept going on and on about some calendar and evidence he kept trying to bring all this evidence he was talking about uh carbon dating or yeah what was it yeah radiocarbon dating uh every time you talked about a calendar i said no you mean the mayan calendar and he's like no what are you talking about yeah and it, we're a lot of things were lost in translation <clears throat> yeah I, yeah i just don't think we really understood each other i mean he is british that's probably why yeah probably still mad about Losing the country. Poor guy. But Kirk Cameron, Cameron hired us immediately. Oh, yeah. No, we he, did so many documentaries for him. Yeah. Um, Speaking of documentaries, do you remember that time we were in Tijuana during that arm wrestling tournament? Un yeah. Unsanctioned. You know... That's why we couldn't... We had to use aliases. Yeah. We were hammered. You know who was with us? There's a lot of that that I don't recall. Justin and Aaron Strizzo. They were there with us. Oh, they were yeah. tagging along. They yeah. wanted to hold our luggage. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You made it to the semifinals. You remember that? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, I was focused during and, that. And someone stabbed you in the spleen... Yeah. Because it's Tijuana. Uh, man, nothing like a spleen stabbing. We had... Make you lose your groove. We uh, we were sewing it up, but the, the championship was already won by some guy, John Brzezink. Yeah, by the time, you know, I mean, the bleeding was anywhere under control. I mean, I was already halfway through that, that match, and I just really just didn't even have any blood to put into my muscles anymore. Yeah. That was a great trip. We got the Strizzle Brothers so hammered. <laughs> and one of the things I did was I planted about five or six kilos of cocaine in their backpacks. And then I made an anonymous tip to the Federales. That was great. And said they're drug trafficking. That was great. Because, you know, we wouldn't have been able to get out of Mexico. 
No, we had to bribe the federales yeah. with someone's arrest. Yeah. Why did we go to Tijuana anyways? Yeah, I was trying to think of that too, because we didn't go for the arm wrestling tournament. That was just That was just happened by happenstance. That was just Why did we end up going down there? You know what it was? What? I was trying to frame the Shrizzle brothers for drug trafficking. That's right. That was another great prank. That's right. Hey, mission accomplished there. They're in prison there for about 24 months. <laughs> that was a great trip. Remember when uh, we went down there and pretended to break them out? Yeah. Like, we're, we're getting you out. But really, we were just trying to get them in trouble for trying yeah. to escape. Yeah. <laughs> another seven months on their sentence. Oh, those guys. They got out of there with severe PTSD. Yeah. I wonder if they ever held a grudge for that. I mean, both of them missed their own weddings, and their wives left them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. Hmm. Just water, water under the bridge. Yeah, probably. They're probably laughing about it just like we are. Yeah. We're rounding third. This has been an okay episode. Yeah, it's been alright. We had a good few laughs. We need to know, what is that behind you? We have to talk about it. That is uh, five gallons of my finest beer fermenting right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a strong, dark Belgian. Probably probably qualifies as a quad. Sure. There's a, a lot of uh, fermentable sugars in there. What does it make it Belgian? Uh, the yeast strain, usually, uh, the yeast strain, a lot of times, is what gives beer, uh, a distinctive flavor. Yeah. Uh, hops, too, you know, for, like, things like an IPA or other, other styles. Yeah. Use different types of hops. Uh, the grain, um, the grain bill that you use, too, I mean, however many, you know, if it's really roasty or sure. not. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of things, but really, the, the yeast is, is what's going to make it distinctly Belgian. And when is it going to be ready? Um, you know, most of the fermentation happens within just a few days. Uh, <clears throat> but I think I'm going to let this sit in a keg. Uh, I might bust some out at Christmas. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to let it sit for a while and age. Is that just good? Kind of settle down. Does it get more alcohol? Uh, no, it doesn't get more alcohol, but some of the flavors, if you drink it right away, um, they're kind of in your face and stand out, yeah. but then if you let it sit for a while, some of the flavors kind of settle down and mingle, and mm -hmm. uh, it is a live beer, so there are live yeast in it, so they're, you know, the, the flavor changes dramatically. That's great. Uh, over time. Here's a <clears throat> silly question, but I don't know a lot about brewing beer. Do you know what, what amount of alcohol is in it? Yeah. I have a device called a hydrometer, which really just measures the density of the the liquid. So you measure uh, you measure it before fermentation, and then you measure it when the yeast are no longer really uh, you know they've they've consumed basically all the sugars that they're going to consume. And that tells and, you uh, the percentage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You. It's great. You can find out the percentage of alcohol by using that device.
Yeah, we talked about something I made. Let's talk about something you made this okay. last week that was incredible. Thank you. What what uh, did I make? You know, you're you're very well known for these dishes that you create and uh, right. bring oh, to our, our church gatherings. That's right. Um, but this one last Sunday was a savory dish. Savory. Yeah. I'm a baker. You could find me on Pinterest. I'm followed by thousands of people, literally. But whenever I am assigned to do the savory dish, here's my here's what's in my heart. I hate it when dishes run out fast. Mm-hmm. So whenever I make a dish, I'm going to feed 100 people. Last Sunday, I was supposed to bring a savory dish, and that includes an egg, an egg dish, usually. So what do you do? Uh, I made an egg dish with ten dozen eggs. That's that's 120 eggs. Yeah, I cracked 120 eggs. It's impressive. Yeah, I mean, there are two dishes. There are five dozen eggs each. I can I can do that. Sure. I mean, you were guest on. Yeah. I just mix these eggs with a bunch of, of leek soup mix, nor, and. Uh, a few pounds of sausage, cracked salt and pepper, then I bake it at 350 for about 90 minutes. See, I always, I always thought that leek soup mix was a secret of yours, and That's fine. I haven't been telling anybody. No, no, no. Oh, really? You haven't? That's People sweet. ask me all the time, what's, there, what's there, the secret? There are two other secret ingredients no one's going to get. Okay. Yeah. Don't tell me. No, I won't tell you. Because I might end up telling somebody. No, that's fine. Yeah. In my sleep, not... I would trust you telling your wife any of my secrets, except that one where I ran over the hitchhiker. Remember that? I'm taking that to the grave. Yeah, no one's going to know about that. No one. We hid that body really well. There's no way. Yeah. And the way we posed it, if they find the body, it's going to be a bunch of laughs. So this has been a great episode of Dylan and Dutch Metal Detecting. Really, I can't stop talking about metal detecting. It's just in my blood. Yeah. I mean, it's it's who we are. This whole episode has been nothing but some type of detecting of metal. You chose the song last week to end us. I'm going to choose this one. How's this sound?